Hello, Real Madrid fans. My name is Enrique Caceres, your host of Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Thank you all for listening. We're going to recap the game for uh, the game Real Madrid versus Celta Vigo, La Liga game week two. The result of the game was Real Madrid four, Celta de Vigo one. Great performance by Real Madrid. Uh, the f- Real Madrid scores the first goal from a penalty kick on the 14th minute by uh, Karim, converted by Karim Benzema. He scores a goal, but prior to the penalty kick, it was a hard-working play, quickly, quick thinking from uh, Carvajal because he saw Kamavinga lose the ball in midfield. He anticipates the play Carvajal, our, our right defend our right defender. And he plays the ball quickly to Karim Benzema, our center forward, and Benzema dribbles from uh, left from right to left and finds finds Vinicius Jr. who's on the left side. Vinny Jr., our left winger, dribbles into into the 18-yard box, beats two defenders, but gets his shot blocked by the Celta defender, and so it becomes a corner kick in favor of Real Madrid. Real Madrid uh, takes the corner, then our defensive midfielder, Chuameni, wins the header in the box, heads it down to Alaba. Alaba takes the shot takes a sh- uh, a shot on target towards Celta Vigo's goal but the Celta player blocks the shot with his hand and it becomes a handball because he has his arm his hand extended away from his body so the referee uh, uh, the referee calls it as a penalty kick so Benzema converts it we're up 1-0 Celta ties the game on the 23rd minute, converting their own penalty kick. Um, the play started with Celta's midfielder uh, Beltran. He had uh, some good composure in the middle of the uh, middle of the field of Real Madrid's midfield. He plays the ball out wide to the right defender Hugo Mala. The right defender of Celta crosses the ball inside the box. He's a little bit further away from our goal of Courtois, the Real Madrid keeper. But their center forward, uh, Paciencia. But he wins the header, and Militao is marking him. And Militao, again, like I always tell uh, you, the listeners, Militao is always, there's always a mistake in him. So he's marking Paciencia, he's up in the air. They're both going up for the ball. Paciencia wins the header. And then Militao has his arm extended away from his body, blocking the ball towards the goal. But now this is a little further out, maybe uh, 16 yards to 15 yards. So it was going to be hard for him to get that header. But uh, Militao is always bound for a mistake. And uh, handball, and the ref sees it, and they convert, and then they are given a PK and Celta Vigo converts it.
then Real Madrid gets the third goal in the 41st minute from Luka Modric. Um, Luka Modric scores a wonder strike. Um, the play started from uh, Mendy and Alaba switching positions. So Mendy, it's a, it's a clearance and wins the ball back off of a Celta forward midfielder. He find, And he's in more of a center back position, but he's actually the left defender. But Alaba switched. He's further up the pitch. Uh, Mendy gets the ball. Passes it to Alba, who's on the left side of defense. He drew, he sees, he picks up his head, Alaba, finds Modric in a pocket of space between the defensive line of Celta de Vigo, the midfield line of Celta de Vigo. He puts the ball, places it to his feet. Modric dribbles from left to right across the field, passing two defenders and about 25 to 23 yards out, scores on his right right foot strike past uh, the Celta Vigo goal, goalie. And it was a beautiful goal, merit of everything. He's one of the best players in the world. And we're up 2-1. Second half, uh, Real Madrid scores uh, the third goal. Vinny Jr. in the 56th minute. Great transition goal from defense to attack, leaving behind Celta. Celta were uh, were attacking, um, and they they are on the left side. They cross the ball in towards Real Madrid's box. Now Chumeni wins the header, but heads it down to Militao. Try, well, Chumeni's trying to clear the ball, but it doesn't go any further than to Militao, who has his back turned away to our goal and it hits his hits the the ball hits him in the arm but it's close to the body so it isn't a penalty kick the Celta players are telling the referee that it's a PK they're calling for a handball but it's not but quickly to him and he sees the loose ball passes his Modric Modric's on top of uh, on top of um, on top of the 18 yard box of Abraham Madrid Modric gets the ball, our center midfielder, passes it back to Carvajal, who's our right defense. Carvajal passes it back to Modric, sees him in space. Modric dribbles a little bit towards and picks up his head and sees Vinicius Jr. running towards the Celta goal. Now, this is about maybe a a 50-yard pass, and uh, it's low, driven, perfectly weighted. And it finds Vinny Jr. in the midfield of Celta Vigo, one-on-one with the keeper. And the keeper now of Celta Vigo finds himself in no man's land because he doesn't know whether to to um, close down Vinny Jr. or tr- run back to his goal. And he's caught in between two minds. And so Vinny Jr. dribbles past him and scores in, in an open net. Now, this was a great play by Chuomeni. Uh, our defensive uh, midfielder who was able to quickly think and pass it to Modric and Kapaho quickly also think to get back, get the ball up the field. Um, and no one is catching Vinny Jr. with his speed either. No one is. 
Real Madrid gets the fourth goal in the 66th minute by Valverde. Another great, great transition goal, uh, defense to attack. Camavinga battles for for the ball on top of Real Madrid's 18-yard box. Camavinga's our other central midfielder with Modric, Chouameni, and uh, is our other midfielders with uh, Modric and Chouameni. And Camavinga battles the ball in the 18-yard box on uh, Real Madrid. The ball comes out loose. Chouameni again, our other central midfielder who who uh, picks up the ball, takes takes a heavy touch, and then the Celta players are in the, on top of the box, attempt to take a shot, but it's blocked by Chouameni, and Chouameni drive, finds a loose ball, drives forward, dribbling um, about another 20 yards up the field, gets to Celta midfield, passes it to uh, Vinicius Jr., who was on the left side, our left winger. Vinicius Jr. sees, sees Benzema, he picks up his head, sees Benzema further up the pitch a little further, getting into the 18-yard box, places the ball towards him. Benzema slips. Then Valverde, who I'm assuming made probably a 50-yard run down the right wing to to continue the attack and takes a one-time strike in the 18-yard box of Celta Vigo with his right foot and Pat goes right past the keeper, that ball, and makes it 4-1, kills the game off. Um, it's It was... Uh, it was a great play by by uh, by the whole team. Like I said, it's a great transition goal, and I think with the speed we have in midfield, it's only going to get more and more. I think we're going to get a little. We're going to drop our lines further back more, and we're just going to want to attack the space. Um, yeah. Now we have four categories I want to talk about today. It's Casemiro's transfer. A little bit of the strategy of the game, man of the match, and also what elevated the team to win today. Um, let's start off with Casemiro's transfer. Casemiro's leaving Real Madrid for about 70 million euros to to Manchester United, who are struggling this season, needing new players. Um, Casemiro's a 30-year-old defensive midfielder who was part of the trio of uh, the trio of the best midfield in the world including Modric, Kroos so these three players have won five Champions Leagues together, two La Liga titles and other countless trophies Um, they're considered the best three midfield trio in the world because of each one has different characteristics but they all complement each other very well it's almost they play like uh Without looking, they know where every, where each player is at the time. Casemiro's traits and characteristics will be missed at Real Madrid. His countless anticipating passes in midfield, breaking up plays, um, creating creating um, transition attacks with, by one pass that were short, not not very. He just knew when to take the ball away from someone and pass it to the right players. He, he did countless running, closing down midfielders, making sure they didn't get towards uh, our defense. He was tireless. He was, pl- he was a player that is needed on every team. Um, someone who 
who's willing to do the dirty work, tackle, win balls back, pass, foul when needed. He always found a way to to foul and never get a yellow card. It was quite, it was an art in itself. Um, He's a player I'm going to miss a lot. I think he's super valuable for this team and will only, will be greatly missed. Um, But I think the club couldn't, we have to do what's best for the club. 70 million for a 30-year-old, 30-year-old midfielder. I think it's only a win for us, and also it's a win for him because the club didn't stand in his way. They asked him if he wanted to go. We weren't going to stand in, in his way, and he has an improved salary, greatly improved salary, playing in the EPO, playing for Manchester United, a new culture, a new team, a new league. Something that can only benefit him as a player. He's won everything here. And, and you know, the expectations is always to win more here at Real Madrid, never to lose. And I think he's achieved what he's had to achieve here. And I think he's uh, will be greatly missed. He's a legend. And he I think he's always going to be welcome back in the club that he, he loves. Um, I can only say that... I feel our title hopes for both titles are slimmed down a bit, or maybe, but I feel that we have a good enough young players to step up. I don't know about this year, but I know next year they'll be more than ready. Um, the Celta Vigo game strategy, I felt we played patient, waiting for scoring opportunities, but also we... We weren't afraid to give them the... We weren't afraid to sit back more and have Celta possess the ball because that's the kind of team they are. Remember, we're away from home. We're just waiting for opportunities. Um, we have the speed. We have Vinicius Jr., our our left winger, who's one of the fastest players in the league and probably in the world as well. We have Kareem Benzema, the best player, best center forward in the world and um, also what was valuable today was having Luka Modric's his experience in the middle of the park and the athleticism of Kamavinga and Chumeni who both are tireless runners I, so I think we were fine sitting having the midfield block be a little lower and our defense to be in a low block as well willing to consume their attack um The manager Carlo Ancelotti of Real Madrid, he he has um, <clears throat> he has Valverde, the right winger, and Vinicius Jr. always dropping back when we don't have possession of the ball and having only one forward, uh, so it becomes a four-five-one uh, with Benzema sitting on top, uh, sitting by himself in front. I think it's a good. I think it's Real Madrid is always going to be going to face opponents that are always willing up to fight and willing to prove a point against us Uh, because again we are a big club in the world so everybody wants to beat us so we have to learn how to to suffer a bit maybe understand the attack and I think that's what we did today we created great transition goals we also found pockets of space with with uh with the goal with Modric um I think We'll see more and more games like this away from home where we're going to do well. I would like to see us at home 
play a little more offensive. And I think that's when we're going to need Rodrigo, our center, our other right winger, who is very uh, offensive player, to take the place of Valverde and maybe drop Valverde back into midfield, which can I feel he, that's where his best position is. Um, but I love how we were, we were continuing the attack and we were able to score four today. I think that's only going to benefit us. Um, my man of the match... For this game was Luka Modric with his wonder strike and also his beautiful assist for the long driven pass to Vinicius Jr. to score the third goal. I think his experience throughout the the game against Celta was was needed uh, in possession and and out of possession. I think he directed the, t- the midfield well, which was probably our most unexperienced midfield with uh, Chuameni and Kamavinga who are fairly new. Chuameni this year is new and Kamavinga just came in January last year. So they're new to La Liga, but I don't, I feel like their athleticism and their tireless running and their youthful spirit is only going to help the team in the long run. And I think these two players are going to be valuable this year going to be super value in Champions League and and, and the and La Liga and the other cup competitions we have um, because they, these two players, Chuomeni and Kamavinga, these midfielders are a valuable piece to supporting cast for Tony Kroos and, and Luka Modric and Benzema because these players need to, to recall, do the work that Casemiro was doing by himself and I think that and also these players provide more offense which Casemiro sometimes couldn't do because Casemiro wasn't the best dribbler and he wasn't the best passer and continuing possession but what he was was the best defensive midfielder closing down playing his defensive role no one went past him so these players are going to have to step up and I think they will two players that are are French internationals and I think it's only going to us um, and Luka Modric he's just a he's a great player and I think with that strike and that assist he proves his point he's going to be needed throughout the whole La Liga and Champions League I think we need him healthy and he stepped up more than Benzema this 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 game I think because he was needed more in midfield because it's uh, Celta Vigo has it's a strong team they possess the ball well and they have a very good midfield and now they have Paciencia up front, their center forward, who's a great big striker. Who I think they're going to do a lot better this year, personal, my personal opinion. What elevated Real Madrid to win this game? I think Luka Modric, of course. It felt a little different not seeing Casemiro on the bench or in the starting lineup. But like I said uh, before, Kamavinga and Chumeni are gonna have to gain more and more experience and play more games and I think that can only improve and they can actually do the work that's needed both of them I think having two players that are better offensively and somewhat good defensively can only help the team and I think we're gonna probably be pressing teams a little bit more in other times in the game at due times and that's when you need players like Modric to set the press going um Modric was different class today, and I think that elevated the team with Benzema there, um, tightly marked, and Vinicius Jr. tightly marked as well. 
think it freed up Modric to just get forward and get on the ball and and have that strike and also give that assist. So I think it can only help our team and and the new players in midfield. They've had a little taste of trophies and I think they're gonna and that will only elevate them to want to win more games and win more trophies and perform well. Um, and I'm gonna tell tell you this our defense is our foundation so we need to limit our mistakes and limit our chances against uh, the opposition we we can't afford to give cheap penalties away and I think and I think that's where our team is going to do well because if our midfield does well and our defense does extremely well off the attacking lineup will only improve and will help us um Thank you all Real Madrid fans for listening. This is your host Enrique Caceres of the Real Madrid Champions of Champions podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and follow the podcast on Spotify. And let's don't and let's not forget to always remain positive no matter what. Thanks guys, I appreciate it. Bye.